Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. And sadly, Stephanie is not with us today. She uh, has had the opportunity to roll into grandma mode <laughs> and spend some time with her grandchild uh, down in the Sunshine State. And we think that's just awesome. Steph, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're uh, enjoying your time with the little one and, of course, with your kids as well. But um, I am blessed to have in studio with me today my ministry buddies, Miles Clark from Crossroads and Chris. Lawler from Catlin. Boys, what's going on today? Hey, thanks for having us. Oh, absolutely. Now, hey, I want to dive right in. The three of us were together a week ago for the whole day. We uh, uh, were hosted by you, Chris, and we are looking at doing something that, frankly, doesn't happen much in the the modern-day church, but I think should happen more. We are going to work together on, I think it's a seven-week series now that we're Mm -hmm. looking at. And Mm -hmm. Chris, just give us kind of an overview of what the big idea of this series in September and October is going to be all about. Yeah, I'm super stoked. We're uh, doing a series uh, loosely titled You Asked For It, just on the idea of of dealing with the questions that a lot of folks articulate uh, both directly and indirectly uh, over the last uh, months and years. Uh, some of it's been direct. Uh, we ask them the questions. What, what, what do you want to know? What are we not talking about? What questions do you have? And so right. the three of us really uh, kind of talked about how do we not only our three churches, but maybe bring some others to talk about things like uh, life, um, you know, why, why, why do Christians, why are they so doggone pro-life? You know, what, right. why do we believe right. in that? And and death, um, what happens when you die? Right. Um, sex, sexuality, all of the questions, you know, packed in there. You know, things like the questions. Those some of those top questions. Yeah. And really give biblical answers, but also create an opportunity for better conversations. How yeah. do we engage these topics mm-hmm. without being jerks, right. but also sh- without shying away from truth? Right. Miles, mm-hmm. what excites you about this uh, venture that we're going into? I think we're actually launching on Sunday, September 11, right. if, I, if I believe that's correct. What right. excites you about it? I, well, I think a couple of aspects. I think one is uh, I, I love the better conversations part of it because yeah. you know, I think uh, tentatively cultural questions, biblical uh, answers, mm-hmm. and then better conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to basically train our folks on just how to engage their their families, mm-hmm. their uh, their friends, their neighbors. Um, but the other aspect of it is just it's an exciting thing to to be doing that together, yeah, yeah. Yep. and to involve as many congregations in Vermilion County, right. uh, that we can. So. We're going to throw the uh, the invitation open and see. I know Chris and Miles, you've both had some initial conversations with a couple mm-hmm. guys yep. that are yep. considering it, and right. we're hoping that some other congregations will jump in and be a part of it. Yep. I'm excited because for a long time I've really done solo sermon prep work. Mm-hmm. I haven't been a part of a sermon study group for probably five years now. And I think three or four times in my ministry life, I've been a part of like a short series like this. And I'm always better hmm. when I'm in study with other guys, have mm-hmm. the opportunity to lean on other guys. And sure. um, I just yep. kind of really love the idea that we're going to be journeying in this together. Chris, yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot. Sure. Of the seven, is there one that maybe you're the most anxious about or the one, maybe not nervous is the right word, but you, you think could 
could, uh, you know, be a landmine potentially. Yeah, I, I would. I think some might say the the issue of of why do we protect life. I, I think some might be, but for me, I think it's probably the issue of sex, gender, sexuality. Yeah. Um, because we're going to have to deal with some pretty hard topics, and not because I'm afraid of of what the truth is. I'm not concerned about that, but rather. I think two things. One is the the uh, cultural uh, or even human condition to sometimes want to check out. Like I'm not going to listen because you know I already know what he's going to say or what they're going to say. That, but also because I think as churches and Christians for some time, I think we have fumbled. I think we have fumbled on either we avoid the topic or we tend to be hostile in our approach. Right. And so I think for me is that that would be the one I think has the greatest possibility of being helpful. Right. If people are willing to listen and consider um, that, wow, we're not being angry or, or hostile, but rather we're mm-hmm. we're bringing a, a biblical approach that that is that is maybe more holistic and, and healthy, right? Um, but yeah, I would say that's the one that I think has the greatest tendon or the greatest opportunity for pushback. Okay, um, and and labeling, you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're you're a bigot or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, right. Miles, right. what about you? Any anxiety I, over any of them? I actually would agree. I th- I think okay. that's the that's the topic that p- perhaps is going to receive the most pushback, just because of the society that we're living in right now. And, yeah, um, you know, and and then we're also visiting, uh, which from within the congregation it might be uh the topic of christian nationalism yeah yeah which yeah. is you know just yeah. it was a late little, edition uh-huh. i brought it to the table yeah. and um you know one of the things that really i think led me to say guys i think we need to think mm-hmm. about this is i think there's a huge disparity uh, even in our pews, on what is Christian mm. nationalism? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I declare every Fourth of July, I am proud to be an American, mm-hmm. and I declare today, I'm proud to be an American. Mm-hmm. Well, I read on Twitter, which that was probably my first mistake going to Twitter, <laughs> but I read on Twitter. You know, if your preacher says he's proud to be an American, he's a Christian nationalist. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not. I don't think that's true at no, all. Yeah. But yeah. I do think, especially. Um, in, in our world right now, in America right now, there are people that um, their allegiance seemingly is stronger toward America than it is toward Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem, yeah, you know, yeah. and I think the Bible yeah. speaks to that. I think the Bible addresses that. So. Yeah. Well, I think, and again, I mean, we could probably do hours on this, and we will we with will. the series. But that's I, right. I would just say that um, that anytime you put a modifier in front of Christian, you're already asking. So you're asking for trouble. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Um, you know, what can I be a gay Christian or can right. I be a whatever Christian right. or can I be, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a Republican Christian. I'm an, I'm a, a um, an American Christian. Well, right. mm-hmm. well, the idea is we have one identity right. as Christians, right. Christian, we're in right. Christ. And so we have to be careful. What do we add right. to our, to Absolutely. our Christ identity? Yep. Right. Well, I think that's going to be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. And I, did we save that for last? I can't remember. I think it is. End. Yeah. But um, I, I think it'll yeah. be interesting where that lands because again, loud and clear, I don't want there to be any uh, misunderstanding, mm-hmm. man. I'm proud to be an American. Yeah. When you leave the country, you realize pretty quickly how blessed we are in so many ways here, mm-hmm. but our ultimate allegiance uh, as Christians mm-hmm. should be to Jesus, you that know, is, and I 
I think it's easy to mix that up. Well, hey, if you want more information about this, reach out to me, Greg, at secondchurch.com. And again, uh, we spent a day together. Uh, we may spend uh, you know some more time together, but I think we're looking at kind of a weekly rhythm of studying together uh, yep. as we prepare these messages. And it'll be seven weeks beginning on Sunday, September 11. Uh, you asked for it, right? You asked for it. Mm-hmm. Cultural issues, biblical answers, better, better conversations. conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a good time. Hey, are you guys Disney guys? Uh, yeah. I mean, somewhat. We, you know, we, yeah. Yeah. we yeah. enjoy Chris, it. Disney? Yeah. yeah. I did not grow up as a Disney. I mean, I like the traditional classics or whatever, but never went to Disney. Parents didn't do yeah. that or whatever. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, went last year as a family, had a good time. Um, and so uh, we have Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, okay. So. Well, Disney Plus, just describe it quickly for someone that's listening that maybe doesn't have it or doesn't know what it is. It's Netflix for everything Disney. There you go. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, they had made a commitment three years ago that they were going to really steer clear of any movie or documentary or television show that wasn't at least PG-13 or milder. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind it is that they wanted to be family friendly. Well, you know, Disney's <laughs> been in the news the last several months. I would say not in a good way with some yeah. of the internal yeah. videos mm-hmm. that have leaked where at least some people kind of seemingly have this secret agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll get into that uh, in our sermon series in September yeah, would be definitely. my guess. But they made news on Friday when they added three R-rated movies to the streaming service. And again, I'm going to just confess, I don't know anything about these movies. Deadpool, Deadpool 2, and Logan. I I don't know anything about them. But um, there are people that are saying, you know, Disney is making moves that is signaling a shift away from family values, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. What what do you think about that, Disney guys? Any thoughts? Uh, Yeah, well, um, I mean, I I definitely think that they've proven that they are shifting away from – the more wholesome family values. Okay. So, uh, so it doesn't surprise me that they're making this shift within the Disney plus arena. Okay. So, uh, adding these, you know, movies and and such. And I'm, I'm not real certain. I mean, I I kind of know what those movies are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Logan. Um, okay, X Men guy. It okay. was pretty rough. Okay. It was pretty rough. I definitely not mm. one I would watch with my my kiddo, and I probably wouldn't watch again. Okay, yeah. Okay. I would say Disney. I mean, again, whatever family values is again our worldview determines that. So, as three Christian men, we would say, "Here's kind of what we think to be family value." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think we should be surprised that Disney probably has a different definition of, of mm-hmm. family. Right. Um, but yeah, I think they realize that there's money in right. this. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I think they made the, the decision based on, Hey, we're going to get more people to, to subscribe. Yeah. And it's not super expensive, but yeah. Um, yeah so, think, so when you say, I, like, I don't even know 10 bucks a month, 20 bucks a month. Like, what are we I looking at? In that 10 bucks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm not, I'm, we're not that much of a Disney okay. family. Okay. No, no, we enjoy going to the, to the site. Parks. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, although I got to tell you, we went last year too, mm-hmm. and we went in August, so mm-hmm. it wasn't all that much fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, you don't like 100 degrees oh, with 90% humidity. No, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it was warm. Yeah, yeah we so, were there yeah. just as they started to relax um, 
the numerical restrictions, and I think there were a million people there. Wow. I think one wow. million. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned the expanding, you know, subscription base when they do things like this. I wonder, though, is there the opposite effect that plays out where people, you know, when they've seen these videos that were leaked mm-hmm. or when they've heard that, you know, they're going this direction, mm-hmm. do they pull the plug? I don't know. It'll be interesting to watch, though, to I'll see bet, how that unfolds, yeah. you know. I would bet that many won't. They, they'll, they'll be an initial yeah. guru factor. And I, and I think we all know that sometimes even as Christians, we can we can be a little annoyed, yeah. but then we rationalize. Right. Well, but I love the talk classics. To talk, I but love the classics. Yeah. Or, but I love the rides. I love the experience. Right. And I just don't agree with this other stuff. Right. Well, at some point, there's a, a point like we're, we've canceled a trip, not because of any of this, right. but we were going to go in 2024. And we just thought, you know what? That's a lot of money to give to a place that yeah. really yeah. doesn't jive. They're kind of you know, shifting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and not because we're going to cancel it. Where I'm not going to ask anybody else to do it or right. anything like right. that. It's just right. we could probably spend that money on something that we don't feel like we have to compromise quite as much. Right. Yep. Well, guys, let's do this. Let's go to break. When we come back, are you guys familiar with Skid Row? In Los Angeles. Good question. Okay. I know a little bit about Skid Row. I've learned more this week. But something happened at Skid Row that I find just fascinating Mm -hmm. and encouraging. And I'm going to tell you all about it. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, July 28th. Greg Taylor minus Stephanie Spangler with Chris Lawler from Catlin and Miles Clark from Crossroads. We'll be right back after this. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville changing lives one decision at a time. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217 217- 
260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SIPC. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, July 28. Miles Clark and Chris Lawler sitting in for Stephanie Spangler, who uh, is on grandma duty this week, but will be with us next week. Hey, I do want to say a word. Next Thursday and Friday, mm-hmm. August 4 and 5, is the Global Leadership Summit, and we are blessed to have it in our community here at Second Church. And I have two complimentary registrations that I want to give to somebody. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening and you've never been to GLS, or maybe you have been and you're not registered this year, and you want to go for free Reach out to me today or tomorrow, Greg at secondchurch.com, or you can call the church at 217-442-7306 and uh, just leave a message for me and I'll call you back. The first person I hear from, uh, if they want both, they're theirs. If you want one, I'll wait until I hear from a second person. But Chris, I know you've been a long time attendee of the Global Leadership Mm -hmm. Summit. What would you say about the GLS? I, I like it because it's it, in a way it's a buffet and mm. you know good buffet you know you can yeah. say nope that and that's not my thing that oh I like that I want right that. and the GLS is so good at saying we know we have so many people some from a faith background some right. not some right. from a business background some not some, some a teachers you know, you anybody can come and say boy I I might not have digested all of it mm. but right boy I was able to pull out two or three good entrees from yeah. that and mm-hmm. and it is worth it. I think their mantra or their their tagline is is everybody has influence. Yep. And we all do. And if we can be better leaders in whatever yeah. capacity, um, then the people that we serve with in yeah. whatever capacity are better. We we serve them by being better. And yeah. so it is it is Every time I've done it, I've pulled something out to say, yeah. man, that w- that made me better. Now, I know you used to go down to Terre Haute, mm-hmm. right, and be yeah. a part of a, a, a simulcast down yep. there, yep. Mm-hmm. but um, you're with us now. Yeah, that's right. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah you have better coffee. Better coffee. <laughs> I'll tell you, one thing Second Church does well, and I take zero credit for this, is they go all out during the snack times. Yeah. You know, you yeah, have a lot, of, uh, a lot of options yep. waiting yep. for you. So if you have questions about it, reach out to me, Greg, at secondchurch.com, but you're going to hear from guys like Craig Groeschel. Guys like Andy Stanley. They've added Ron Howard. Opie mm, yeah. is going to be with us. Yeah. I did not realize the legendary filmmaker that oh, he man. really has oh, become man. and how desired uh, it is to be a part of one of his projects. And mm-hmm. that's going to be a highlight to, to hear from him nonetheless. But it's Thursday, Friday, August 4 and 5. It's not too late to sign up. And again, reach out to me if you'd like it's more information. Hey, do you know anything about Skid Row? Not the band, <laughs> but the location yeah. in Los Angeles. Yep. So Skid Row's over 100 years old. I did not mm-hmm. know that. And it is basically kind of a, a homeless encampment in many ways. Would that be a fair way to describe it, would you say, Well, Chris? you know, I have to plead that uh, until you had sent me some of the notes, I thought Skid Row just meant, you know, anyone Any place. down on their luck. So yeah, I, had yeah. to, I had to read on it. And, yeah, I, and yeah it is, it is mm-hmm. a, a tough situation. Um, 
you know, I don't remember how far, but just a, a huge homeless right. population. Right. I mean, LA. blocks and blocks and right. blocks. And, you know, there is a uh, kitchen that operates out of a van that's yeah. been operating for decades. Mm-hmm. There are multiple shelters that mm-hmm. meet there. But mm-hmm. here's why I'm bringing up Skid Row. Do you, do you know Maverick City Music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I'm a huge fan of yeah. Maverick City. Yep. Uh, you know, we we always have a song that we will roll out leading into Easter, mm-hmm. and this year the song was "Promises" by yep. Maverick City. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I I know that song by heart now oh, because yeah. we sang it so Absolutely. much leading up to Easter. But they are modern songwriters, mm-hmm. uh, multiple artists, and what I love so much is that they performed at an event in Skid Row, mm-hmm. and they said that it was the biggest event. Yeah in Skid Row's 100-year history. They collaborated with a, a mission, a, a shelter mm-hmm. that was there, and um, they talked about what a blessing it mm-hmm. was. The people that you know do ministry there talked about what a blessing it is. I'm guessing that this was not a huge moneymaker for mm-hmm. Maverick City sure. Music, but uh, the kingdom impact yeah. pro- probably can't even be quantified yeah. at this point in time. And I just, I love stories like this because many times when you hear about the, the really big churches or the really big music groups, you know, Elevation, mm-hmm. Bethel, Maverick City. The, the idea is, man, they're just in it for money. They're just in it for fame. Yeah. And you're not probably making a lot of money or getting a lot of fame by going to Skid Row. Right? No. And and I think that's, I, I love that. Um, and it, obviously that wasn't their goal. And and just the idea of, of again, the meals that they provided, yeah. the showers that yeah. they provided, right. the yeah. hope that right. they provided, and it's that classic example, that classic uh, axiom, people don't care how much you know until, until they, they know how yeah. much you care. And, yeah. and there was that sense of, yes, we're going to sing these songs, mm-hmm. but I think by some of what they actually provided, their being there coming in behind those those social services to say, and here is the great hope. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah, bringing, yeah. you know, just bringing a sense of value to the folks there yeah i mean and and that's one of the things i appreciate about maverick city is their cooperative spirit and and working with you know any who are willing to uh to you know to reach people you know jesus said by by their fruit Mm -hmm. you will recognize them Mm -hmm. and i think that speaks to us in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways and i think there's um there have been a lot of black eyes on the church mm-hmm. and on Christianity mm-hmm. in the last, let's just say, couple decades. Mm-hmm. And there's no justification for some of the things that have unfolded. But I mm-hmm. think we have an obligation to tell stories like this mm-hmm. to balance sure. that because yeah. there is a lot of good. There is a lot of positive that's happening. And yeah. um, I'm not a big worship guy. I, I like to worship. I just mm-hmm. don't know that much about it. I've never been a part of that mm-hmm. in terms of my day-in, day-out mm-hmm. responsibilities. But it really brought a smile to me. You know, kind of warm my heart, I guess yeah, I would yeah. say, to see these people that could have been a lot of different places, certainly yep. made yep. a lot more money and mm-hmm. decided we're going to go to yeah. Skid Row. I mean, yep. the largest event in the 100-year yep. history of Skid Row? Yeah. yeah. That's really yeah. impressive mm-hmm. to me. So yep. I say well done, Maverick Agreed. City Music. Yeah. Absolutely. Good stuff. Well, hey, we're going to go to break right now. When we come back, I want to talk baseball. <laughs> uh, I got some Cub news. I got some Cardinal news that I want to talk about. And then I want to dive in and look at some statistics that have come out that are not necessarily good news for the church and see is there anything that we can do about it. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, July 28th. Greg Taylor, minus our friend Steph. She's on grandma duty, but we've got Miles Clark from Crossroads Christian Church, Chris Lawler from Catlin Church of Christ, and we'll be right back after this. 
You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. PC. Hi, I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's gonna be great! How many of you are ready to grow in your leadership? Live Thursday and Friday, August 4th and 5th, in person at Second Church of Christ in Danville. Join us for the premier leadership event of 2022, the Global Leadership Summit. The featured leadership faculty includes Craig Groeschel, Lindsay Snyder, Johnny C. Taylor Jr., Andy Stanley, and many more. Get your tickets today by going to globalleadership.org slash summit. That's globalleadership.org slash summit. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, July 28, and uh, so blessed to have Chris Lawler and Miles Clark with us today. But we could not do Direct Line without our wonderful mm-hmm. sponsors. I'm so thankful for Don and Deanna Witzel from McDonald's. I'm thankful for Chris and Dacia Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, the team at Hans Tankwash, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. I don't want to get into a big discussion, but as I share the name Dean Crandall, I'm reminded of the news that broke right before we went on. We are technically in a recession, boys. I don't know oh, if you know that yes. or not, but the news came out early this morning that the GDP in second quarter fell 0.9%. It was projected mm-hmm. to grow 0.3%. I do find it interesting that all of a sudden there is a redefining mm-hmm. of recession. This has been the uh, definition, two consecutive quarters of negative mm-hmm. GDP growth equals recession. But many people are saying that's actually not the definition. We'll save that discussion for, for another, another time. Yeah. But Chris, I sent you guys an article on a poll by LifeWay Research about deconstruction. Yeah. And the poll mm-hmm. said that most pastors don't see deconstruction in the pews. I'm going to link this article on my personal Facebook page when the show is over. It's from uh, Christianity Today. But as you read that, I know this has been something you are super passionate about, yeah. maybe concerned about is a yeah, way to absolutely. say it. So yeah. talk, talk about maybe the article, but even more than that, what you think we need to be aware of, um, even what this term deconstruction means. Yeah, yeah I think deconstruction is, is, is maybe a new phrase to a lot of people. Um, but I think it's it's been happening obviously since the you know uh, since Christians have been a, a thing you right, know um, right. 
is that that Matthew 13, Jesus says, you know, some people will hear the faith and hold on and then let go. Other people will be very passionate and then step away. And and, and so deconstruction, I think, maybe loosely termed is is the sense of people saying at one time in their life, I'm in with Jesus. I'm mm-hmm. in with Christianity. I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm following with him. And at some level, asking maybe hard questions and not getting adequate answers and coming to a place of of oftentimes either redefining faith right. to something that's not Christian anymore or completely mm-hmm. leaving the faith right. altogether. And and I think there's been a huge groundswell of a lot of what we would call celebrity Christians. And I don't like that term, but right. a lot of uh, folks in music um, right. Um, right. and different folks have, have made it very popular yeah. to leave. But the article talks about how a lot of pastors aren't seeing deconstruction in their churches and at, at first blush, that sounds like a great thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, no, not in my church. But I think mm-hmm. it's maybe because we're seeing what we want to see and right. not seeing right. what we don't want to see. Right. Is our people absolutely? Yeah, right. our people are are walking away. I think from from their faith. Sometimes they're walking away from a hey, here, here was my mom and dad's faith, and it was good enough for me right. until it wasn't. And then they're like, you know what? I don't think that's my faith. That could be deconstruction. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely think uh, that our churches are filled with people or used to be filled with people who had hard questions or went through a crisis of faith or they've heard something online that that challenges mm-hmm. uh, historic Christianity. And they're like, well, I don't have an immediate answer for that. Yeah. Maybe it's not true. And they walk away. Yeah. Right. Miles, what do you think, bro? Well, actually, we're in a we're doing a series right now, eight week series mm-hmm. uh, called Stand. Yeah. And. And it's all about uh, these some of these things that that people have chosen to progress in or to move away from yeah. uh, the the basic belief system, and and I think another aspect of it though is not just people who are leaving the faith, not just people who are, but but almost the 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 syncretism uh-huh. of belief yeah. uh, is an indicator of deconstruction. When, when you say syncretism, because I'm sure there's people that are listening, they're not really sure what you're talking about. What, what do you mean by that? Just the mixture of belief between okay. Okay. very uh, very popular ideals in our culture and how we must go along with that yeah. instead of un- understanding that yeah. uh, the scriptures speak. Yeah. Uh, counter to yeah. many yeah. of those yeah, it could things be, i'm with jesus on this but i'm with buddha on this yeah. right. you know the bible says this but right. I'm, I'm more with the culture on that you right know, and kind of just uh, again bringing right. it all into one yeah. again well i tell you what i mean a, a huge i mean we're going to yeah. talk about as yeah. we talk about sex for yeah. example right the um uh you know let alone the gender issues the same sex attraction but you know, one of the classic places where the church is kind of deconstructed through the years is marriage. Right, the, the right. view of sex outside of marriage. Right, right. Um, and right. and so yeah, it, yeah. So so we're 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 asking some of those tough you know tough questions right now. So. And you know, we shouldn't really be surprised that this is happening if we read our Bible, mm-hmm. because all throughout the Old Testament, God's people. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were God's covenant people, mm-hmm. and they kept playing footsie with the Baals mm-hmm. and with the Asherah poles and with mm-hmm. the other Canaanite gods, and mm-hmm. um, that really is probably a foretelling of what we're seeing today in a lot yeah. of ways. But um, And I, I would just say that there is a difference between asking hard questions. Right, right. Because I think sometimes people think they, they're like, well, deconstruction uh, is just asking the questions or that asking questions is bad. I actually think questions are hugely important. Right, right. That first is – um, where are you going for those answers? Right. right. Um, and church, we have to step up right. and say there really are 
good answers for these questions and these yeah. concerns that people are having. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, coming back to why I think we're doing that series in September, but is deconstruction mm-hmm. isn't bad. I mean, isn't that we have, it is not bad to have hard questions. That's right. right. I think what happens is sometimes when we, we, we walk away from, from Jesus ultimately because we went through a season where maybe we had a question and we didn't get an immediate good answer. Right. And, and so I think questions are good, yeah. but, mm-hmm. but where we get the answers are also. Well, and, and something that Childers says in her book that is so yeah. important, she, she was talking about how she would go back into these Bible studies that she right. was a part right. of right. and how she would want to, um, to, to take a stand and then she would back away from it every time. Right. And what she realized is that people, and this is the unfortunate thing, that so many people are not interested in the answers, right? Right. But they're 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 mainly interested in in those questions, right? Right. And so you, that's absolutely you know we we've got to to bring that interest back or or build that interest for let's see what right. the answer is, right? Right. So yeah, I'm excited about this series. I think it's absolutely something that is going to be a win for me, you know, yeah. and I'm hoping it's going to be a win for others. You referenced the book. The book is another gospel by Elisa Childers and Chris. Is she releasing another book this year? Is that right? Uh, she I is, say? and uh, I'm thinking I cannot remember off the top of my head who the co-author is. But, yeah, uh, kind of a team effort. Um, and is it and looking man, at the health and wealth gospel? I want to. I say? think is a little right? bit. Um, man, yeah, maybe maybe we'll have to look on in that. between. Yeah. Uh, Segments, we'll segments check it I'll out. get that. Yeah. But you know, we were able to visit with her on Direct Line uh, right after another gospel uh, released mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, and I-, I love the fact that she is so transparent in mm-hmm. the book, and she's very clear. You know, she mm-hmm. was on the verge of basically oh, yeah. saying, "I'm walking away," yeah. and I'm thankful so much for the blessing that she has been to so many people. And uh, mm-hmm. she said, when her new book comes out, she wants to come back to Direct Line. We'll have to get you Here guys on is. that day. Here. Yeah, live your truth and other lies. Exposing popular deceptions that make us anxious, exhausted, yeah. and self-obsessed. That sounds like syncretism yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right there right. yeah. in a lot of ways. So um, anyway, you know, I, the one other thing I want to throw out is if you are a, a person and, and you're wrestling mm. with these questions yes. and you feel like you have nowhere to turn, um, I'm going to volunteer the three of us. We yep. would love to have conversations with you. Sure. Miles is at Crossroads up on North Vermilion. Chris is at Catlin Church of Christ, obviously, in Catlin. I'm at Second Church of Christ on the curve at Lynch and Voorhees and reach out because um, I think you're right. It really depends on who are you listening to? Who are Mm -hmm. you reading? What are you watching? Mm -hmm. What is your connection? And I I think churches need to be safe places for people that are struggling. You know, how how did Rich Knopp put it in his curriculum? Room for doubt. There's room for doubt to be able to wrestle through some of these issues of life. Yeah, we don't check our brains at the door. Love the Lord your God with your heart and your soul and your mind and your strength. Mm -hmm. And so seek him. And seek, yeah, Chris at uh, CatlinChurch.com if you want to reach yeah. out. Yeah. Um, uh, Miles at M. Clark. Uh, yeah. M, let's see, M. Clark. <laughs> I don't even know what my email is. I think it's M. Clark at CrossroadsChristianChurch.com. Is that right? M. Clark of Crossroads Christian Church or at Crossroads <laughs> Christian Church. Uh, dot com. Dot com. You don't send yourself yeah. a lot of emails. I don't. Right? There you, you don't. I there don't. you go. Hey, real quick, and we need to go to break. I, I attached a second article in your guys' packet, and it is uh, from mm. Christian 
Christianity Today as well, and it says with Gen Z, women are no longer more religious than men. This is by Ryan Burge. I don't know if you guys know this name or not. Ryan Burge is a professor at Eastern Illinois University. Mm. Fascinating, fascinating guy. He is just a statistical machine. He's written a couple books, and one of the things that he's doing is he's really exposing myths that are out there. And one of the myths that are out there is that women are more religious Mm -hmm. than men. And I think Mm -hmm. in our generation that's true, Mm -hmm. but he's saying uh, the the rise of the female nuns, and that's Mm -hmm. not N-U-N-S, that's N-O-N-E-S. You know, they don't believe in anything. It's on the rise. Anything quickly that you took from that article, Chris? Yeah, I, I think it, again, it just, man, it feeds right into everything we've been saying is that that the church, I think, has rested on its laurels for so long, and people have had questions, and our young people are getting lost in the in the shuffle. And so, yeah, I'm not surprised at all that that Gen Z has largely disconnected completely. Right. Right. Gender, irregard, you know, regardless, is hey, they they don't have anything for us, yeah. which isn't true. Right. But that's I think that's what the they myth. believe. That's, that's what they believe. There. That's yeah. right. Miles, uh, one of the interesting things that there was a reference to. Um, uh, some individuals who have basically said that that who the church needs to target are young men. Jordan Peterson, for right. example, had right. a message to the right. Christian churches last week, I right. believe. Right. And um, and so I thought it was interesting that what he noted in the article was that um, rather than it springing growth, it may actually have the opposite effect. Um, that. Yeah. We're going to continue to see women, young women, fall away, and that it's not going to really bolster any sort of growth to target, you know, just the the young men. Yeah, which was seemed to be the the key to a couple of the right. articles that were linked. Yeah, yeah that Jordan it. Peterson speech is interesting because I don't know that he would claim to be a Christ follower I don't at think this so. moment. Not, not, not quite. Yet. He sounds not like quite. one. He sounds like he's moving that direction, mm-hmm. but that was a powerful address, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. I think we have to have our ears open. Sunday, mm-hmm. we did the parable of the sower. Mm-hmm. I think you referenced that earlier, mm-hmm. Chris, mm-hmm. and that whole idea where Jesus says, he who has ears, let him hear. You know, and yeah. I think mm-hmm. we have to have our ears wide open, um, mm-hmm. even to people that have wise things to share with us that mm-hmm. uh, we wouldn't mm-hmm. consider a typical source yeah. per se. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we have to be willing to speak um, because I think there are people, um, and I don't remember if it's in this article or not, but the but the Gen Z actually would self-identify as very spiritually open. Right. Man, huge generation mm-hmm. saying, right. we're, we want spiritual truth. We're just right. not interested in going in to that. the church. Right. right, right. Because I think we have not spoken well. We haven't yeah. spoken to them in a way that they can fair. understand. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Hey, this has been a heavy show. This has been a deeply spiritual show. So let's shift gears for just Absolutely. a moment. And let's talk baseball. Sure. So <laughs> I haven't talked about the Cubs or the Cardinals for quite some time. Now, Chris, I know you're a passionate Cub fan. I am. Miles, you're a Cardinal fan. Is Absol- that right? Absolutely. So let me give you some Cardinal mm-hmm. news, first of all. They're not playing the greatest, but they're in a lot better shape than the Cubs are in the standings. But they had to go to Toronto and play mm-hmm. against the Blue Jays, a very strong American League team, and they had to do it without their two best position players. Yeah. Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado could not yeah. go because they're not vaccinated. vaccinated. Right. And I just, I was stunned. I mean, I really thought that all of that mm-hmm. stuff 
was finished. The restrictions. You can't do this unless you have the shot. I was stunned to hear that. And here's the other thing. I'm surprised that this is the first time that it's come up, unless I've missed something. Oh, yeah, with the travels, you mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had the 2020 season. It was abbreviated. Mm. We had all of the 2021 mm. season. Is is this the first time that that's been an issue, or has this been ongoing? I think it's been ongoing. Okay. But, um, so I've just been asleep at the wheel. Well, no, I mean, I, this – this is the first that I've heard yeah. that those two, although I'm not surprised that those two, because I, I think I did know that Goldschmidt was was unvaccinated. I didn't yeah. know about, um, yeah. You know, you uh, got the great tennis player. I mean, he wasn't able mm-hmm, to play in the, right. what, uh, Djokovic, is that his name, yeah. I want to say? Austra- he, could, he couldn't play in the Australian yeah. Open, and I think there's another tournament that he's not, I think he's not going to be allowed to play in the U.S. Open. I think that might be Because that Burrow is mm. saying, well, you got to be vaccinated, and I'm just surprised. You know, we just got back from Israel. I didn't have a single question about mm. COVID going or coming. Yeah. And for Israel, that's mm. a radical, radical shift. I mean, they were in lockdown mode mm. for the longest time, mm. but uh, um, I just found that interesting that that's happening. And yeah. then our Cubs, yeah. six wins in a row? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of our World Series. Things you didn't <laughs> think you'd be saying in 2022. But, Chris, in typical Cub fashion, the headlines are not six wins in a row. The headlines are Wilson Contreras and Ian, Ian Happ, Happ. Our two best position players yeah. are probably getting traded. Yeah, yeah. They keep What's saying up? they keep saying that we're building for the next great Cubs team. <laughs> but somehow, I thought you had to have a catcher on your team. Yes. And we had yes. one. I thought yes. you had to have an all-star, you know, uh, great uh, outfielder. Just but, drives me crazy, man. Just absolutely drives me crazy. Derek? They actually have a really good catcher in the prospect league. Is that what it is? Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. okay. Well, there okay. you go. Well, a very crowded outfield of prospects. Okay. okay. All right. I feel better. I feel well, better well, now. Well, all I need to say is I hope that we can look back in two or three years and say, man, those guys were really smart. Mm-hmm. This was a great move because um, it's yeah. hard watching two the losses. Two years in a row. I know. Rizzo, so Derek, Bryant. Derek, you're Cub fan too? Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did Couldn't you, you tell? That? Couldn't you tell? Three, three to one, buddy. Yeah. Three to one. My, parent, my parents tried to raise me as a White Sox fan. Oh. My dad was a big Cardinals fan, and my mom was a big Cubs fan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You All can right. tell. That didn't, that didn't, yeah. take that didn't work, huh? <laughs> All right. Much too smart for that. Well, anyway. Well, hey, let's go to break one final time when we come back. I've got some history segment information, and I've got something that I should have saved for my friend Stephanie Spangler, but it's too good to hold on. It's wisdom from a home ec book in 1950. You won't believe what was in print uh, 72 years ago. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, July 28. Miles, Chris, and Greg will be right back after this. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring 
This is Rob Witzel, Area Supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Greg Taylor with my friends Chris Lawler from Catlin, Miles Clark from Crossroads Christian Church. Uh, Stephanie will be back with us next week. She's on grandma duty this week in the Sunshine State. But guys, one of the things I love to do each week with Direct Line is share a history Hmm. segment. And we have spent a lot of the summer looking at various secular history moments in time. I uh, turned to the pages of Christianity Today this week and want to share three things. Things that um, are a little more on the spiritual realm. Number one is this on July 28, 1727. A moody, stiff young preacher, you've probably heard of him, Jonathan Edwards, marries Sarah Pierpont, a lively 17-year-old. Now the union proved happy and produced six children. Uh, No, 11 children, six of whom were born on Sundays. Now, here's why this grabbed me. Check this out. (laughs) This caused a bit of a scandal during the day because people believed then that children were born the same day of the week that they were conceived. Nonetheless, people admired the marriage, including George Whitfield, who declared a sweeter couple I have not seen. So am I reading this right? You're not supposed to... uh, um, know your wife on a Sunday yeah, back in the day? Is that right? Biblical sense. Now, I, yeah, I've never I, heard that I, before. I've yeah. never heard that the speculation was a child was born the same day I've of the never, week that they were conceived. I've never heard But it's that. the 1700s, yes, right? Yeah. Long, yeah. long time ago. Yeah. Jonathan Edwards. When you think of Jonathan Edwards, what comes to mind? Sinners and yeah, the hands, hands of an angry, angry yeah. God. Yeah. Powerful, powerful message. But um, that was just too good to mm-hmm. keep to myself. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, number two, July 26, 1833, having abolished the slave trade mm-hmm. in 1807, Britain's House of Commons bans slavery itself. When William Wilberforce, who'd spent most of his life crusading against slavery, heard the news, he said, thank God I've lived mm-hmm. to witness the day mm-hmm. he died mm-hmm. three days later. Wow. Yeah. When you yeah. think William Wilberforce, what do you think of? This is what I think primarily mm-hmm. of. Yeah. I mean, a modern... Oh, really not a modern day, a hero of the faith whose yeah. impact still yeah. uh, is felt mm-hmm. in modern day. Absolutely. And, you know, the thing about Wilberforce that I think is really cool is he spent his life trying to bring about this mm-hmm. change, mm-hmm. met a lot of obstacles along yeah. the way, had persecution as a result of that, mm-hmm. but he never gave up. You know, he absolutely believed that this was the calling on his life. Yep. Uh, and mm-hmm. I think that's a reminder for us because I think sometimes we're living in crazy times and yeah. we wonder, you know, is there any hope? And yeah. sure. uh, I don't yeah. know. So that was great. We Number need the Wilberforce of the of today. We yeah, need, we need. We one. do. We do. Yeah. Number three, July 30, 1956. In God We Trust becomes the official motto of the United States by an act of Congress signed by President Dwight D. Eisenhower. Um, Ike, of course, had been World War II general, Mm -hmm. and uh, that's why on our money to this day, it still says, in God we trust. Mm -hmm. Here's the question, boys. Is that fair to say that about the United States of America Mm -hmm. today? Is that a motto that is still alive and well? Mm -hmm. I would think not for many. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. But more than we mm-hmm. often think. You think so? Yeah. 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 Okay. Hey, good news segment. Drew and Judy Menser were back with us on Sunday. It's always good to see Drew and Judy. Drew was the faithful lead minister at Second for 22 years, retired, moved to Tennessee. They were back. Uh, their daughter, Dee, was at Joy mm-hmm. Camp at Hanging Rock mm-hmm. with uh, Gary Baker and crew and had a great time. But I want to just say thank you to Drew for all that he does and all that he did mm-hmm. as uh, the longtime senior minister of Second Church. He left a forever impact mm-hmm. on the kingdom here Mm -hmm. in Vermilion County. Okay, so Steph's not here, so I've got to share from, (laughs) supposedly, from a home ec book in 1950, Mm. Tips to Look After Your Husband. And so I'll just do a couple here. Have dinner ready. Plan ahead, even the night before, to have a delicious meal on time. This is a way of letting him know that you've been thinking about him and are concerned about his needs. Most men are hungry when they come home, <laughs> and the prospects of a good meal are part of the warm welcome that's needed. They also say to prepare yourself. Take 15 minutes of rest so you'll be refreshed when your husband arrives. Touch up your makeup, put a ribbon in your hair, and be fresh-looking. I don't know what that means, to be fresh-looking. <laughs> He's just been with a lot of work-weary people. Be a little gay and a little more interesting. His boring day may need a lift. Now, here's some don'ts. Don't greet him with problems or complaints. Don't complain if he's late for dinner. Count this as a minor compared with what he might have gone through during the day. And then finally, listen to him. He may have some things to tell. You may have some things to tell him, but make most of his arrival. This is not the time. Let him talk first. And so I could go on and on. Yeah. Um, thoughts on these tips? Chris, how would this play out with the lovely Emily Lawler? <laughs> she would look at me, she would laugh, and she'd walk away. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Miles, will this preach on Sunday or not? Uh, no. Yeah. No, not today. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned off-air. You always wonder, is stuff like this real, or is this something that somebody made up? But it really does look like a textbook. It really you know? does, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'll try to find that and share it on uh, the direct line Facebook. Facebook page, but I thought it was just too good. Yeah, to, you uh, may get some lively conversations. Yes, you yes. just might. Yeah, if you have uh, comments or <laughs> questions about this, reach out to Chris Lawler at yeah, Catholic yeah, Church yeah. of Christ. So, well, guys, we're about done. Uh, thanks for for jumping in, yeah, being a part thanks. of Direct Line this week. Thanks, and again, man, I'm us. really excited about the series we're yep. going to be a part of in September and October. Yep. And give a shout out to to Paul uh, Stam at uh, yes. Pine Village. He's yes. joining us as well. Yeah. So if you're over in the Indiana side, yep. yeah. And, and again, we're hoping to roll out several aspects of this in the weeks ahead, but just really excited about where this would lead. So on behalf of Miles Clark from Crossroads and Chris Lawler from Catlin and Derek Davis, who does a great job making sure we're actually on the air, this is Greg Taylor saying thanks for listening to Direct Line, and we will see you next week. Have a great day.